Hi everyone, this is April 2023 and it has been a minute. <laughs> uh, my name is Shola Jai and I'm the host of How to Transform an African Nation. Thank you so much for sticking with us and the podcast. It was great to hear that people were listening and awaiting our next set of episodes. If you are just joining us for the first time, this podcast is a space for dialogue between people of African descent everywhere. It is an opportunity to bridge gaps between the diaspora living in locations all over the world like South America, the Caribbean, Asia, some of the Western nations like America and Europe. This is the primary mission of You Are For Africa Project Inc., which is to bridge the gap between us, black and brown people specifically, through education, exchanges, and collaboration. In addition to bridging the gap, this podcast is about solutions. Hearing from people who are making things happen on the ground in various spaces so that individuals on the continent have access to opportunities and resources that will empower them. So if you are a person of African descent living in countries outside of Africa, or if you're already living in Africa and are interested in possibly visiting or connecting with other people of African descent globally, then you should listen to this podcast. The episode today is called Youth Takeover. And the reason it's called this is because our Public Art Africa leads are taking over the podcast and you'll hear from them from month to month. And in case you don't know what Public Art Africa is, I will tell you. The Initiative for Public Art in Africa is a youth-led organization that creates opportunities for young people between the ages of 12 and 20 to be mentored by professionals. We go into public schools and design programs that focus on unique, creative experiences and exposure to new information. We believe that education should be fun and our programs reflect that. So students may learn about politics and art and human rights and music and design. So our leads who are amazingly talented young people are students that most likely uh, grew up in the Public Art Africa program because we've been doing this for about 10 years. So they are either already in college or waiting patiently to move on to the next step in their lives. So as leads uh, with Public Art Africa, they are trained and given the opportunity to work with and mentor kids in government schools. So for the takeover, the leads are going to be spending time every month chatting with people of African descent with mutual interest or even new things to share. They get to share their experiences, ask questions, and just be in each other's spaces. So without further ado, I'd like to introduce you to How to Transform an African Nation Youth Takeover with the PAA Leads and Ryan Mohammed. Take a listen to their conversation. 
Hi everyone again. My name is Rayan Mohamed. Um, I'm from Somalia. I was born in Somalia, but um, when I was four years old, like my family moved to Ethiopia refugee camp as like refugees because of the war crisis that was going on in Somalia, and uh, we stayed in the camp for like almost seven years, and then we came to the U.S. Um, as refugee resettlement in Syracuse, New York. We're still saying the same state that we came. Um, it's going to be our 10th year uh, on December 8th um, of this year. So we're almost here for a decade. And yeah, um, so do you guys want to just do like your name again? Okay. So I'm Kesta from, I'm a student in Public South Africa. I joined Public South Africa in 2018. Um, I graduated in 2018. I entered with Public South Africa and then I became a lead in public South Africa. So, my name is Bosse. I joined public health in the year 2015. Um, I graduated as a, no, I, I did internship in public health. So that was 2019. Um, so, my name is Toby. And uh, I used to be a student in public arts. I joined in year 2015 and I left around 2018 and then back as a lead of the program. Um, my name is um, Uluwa Kemi. I'm an intern in the program, but now I'm the lead. All right, my name is Francis. And I, joined, I also joined the program 2015. And I'm also a lead in the program now. My name is Mwenye, and I'm joining the program 2019. My name is Vichuku, and um, I used to be a student of Public Africa. And then I joined in 2016. Hello? Yeah, I can hear you. Can you guys hear me? So, so, moment, a moment, please. Sorry? Me, <laughs> go. Now, can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah, like something else I wanted to talk about more is just like youth access and like how do you guys like um, be able to navigate your lives in more creative and how how much of like an acceptance it is? Because like for me, like coming from a, you know, an African family who, like, I have two siblings are both in college and, like, studying med, and um, I'm the only one who's doing, like, art, and, like, that always feels like, you know, I'm, like, I have to do better, I have to try more harder, like, majoring in art is, like, not the easiest, and, like, how are you guys able to do that, like, just to hear your thoughts about that. Art in Nigeria, too, is kind of, um, it's kind of difficult to practice art in Nigeria because um, most of the materials we use in in, in Nigeria are expensive. Understand? Um, after making a piece of art, you don't get to as in to exhibit your works, you know. And even most people in Nigeria in Nigeria here, they don't they don't have that. Um, much interest in in arts. Um, the only people you can say okay, they understand what you are, your your art is the educated one, 
So you know, <clears throat> um, the expense in creating an artwork and not selling it is kind of challenging for artists here. And you know, the people, okay, the the artists in the in the field, they don't like give the students like the proper like to as in the orientation, like after making their this, like a way they can make money from their art. So those are the major challenges we face as an artist in Africa. And the only type of arts that sell in Nigeria are the ones that pertain to the culture, actually. It's like performing arts, which is um, like drama, making things. Visual artists that, that make artists with maybe drawing and painting. They don't really sell their arts very well here in Nigeria, except for the ones that deal with the ones that have something to do with the culture, language, the dressing, the food, stuff like that. But when it comes to maybe drawing or painting, it's not easy. And the materials are very, very expensive. Yeah, uh, that just reminded me as like young people, like, you know, we're all around the same age, um, building a sense of community and like having sense of like belongings is like really difficult, especially here in the States, because there's not a lot of people that have like similar backgrounds or have like similar beliefs or identities. How much does that impact you guys like living in Nigeria where, you know, everyone that kind of like you have, you know, similar people, you can know, have all your African friends and stuff like that, where like here in the States, like we don't really have that much experiences with them unless you go to a community center where you will see people that look like you. And, you know, being your age, how does that affect you around your community and your people? It's, it's actually, there's only X clothes because um, you merely seeing people that um, like look like you, that understand you, it's like motivates to do what you want to do the best. Like that confidence is always there. Or like you being among people that don't look like you, that doesn't want to associate with you, you know, find it like the motivation to do whatever it is that you want to do. So I think it helps. Even though our hearts here are not selling well, we still have the courage, the confidence to do them and to, sh to showcase them. So, um, the social media also has been a great help. Even when we can, we don't have our peers who like, okay, they are doing what we do. So while we go online, I will see a lot of people doing what we do. Like, okay, yes, if this person can do this and make it up to this extent, then why can't I? So the social media has been a means of inspiration to us too. And even though the don't have the money to like buy the ads. Um, they still appreciate them. Like okay, you do well, you do it. I still do better. That's like encouraging people. So steps, steps. Yeah, I really like that you said art is encouraging people because I think like art is the only way that you can communicate feelings with other people. Um, which is you know I I found it really important and like that's why I'm doing it. I got into film because of a program that I was in uh, in high school called Noritia. And uh, it's like storytelling was just something that I found interesting to me. Um, it was, it was, it became a way that I could like express myself in more 
creative ways that I felt more relatable to me. And as like someone who never had a voice to like express themselves, especially in this kind of like media, it was interesting to me to be able to like do film because I never saw someone that looked like me doing like film. So I was like, okay, I want to do it, you know? And also it was just like really cool, the whole process of like writing, like the script writing, the storytelling, the editing, the film and all this stuff was just like really interesting. So I actually recorded that film on my phone in like school library because I didn't have like access to a camera. So I think using what we have access to is like the most important. Um, I recorded that film literally on my phone and um, it came out not too bad. Like the quality wasn't the great, but it still worked. So how do you how much do you guys have access to like equipment to use for your films and stuff okay um so um with public at africa we have access to some gadgets like we have cameras no <laughs> so we have cameras we have the tripod and all that but we don't really have access to locations sometimes and most times we used to have videos with leading lights and all this so the point is, we used to make use of our phones too. Some, um, some people have their and iPhone, and so we use the camera there to do a video. And we go to the, we have the, we do the scripting on our phones too. Then most times we use the system to the laptop. So it's more or less like we don't really have much, but we are making use of what we have to. And I was just wondering, like, do you do you, would you guys consider like pursuing art as like a career? Yeah, yeah. Um, some of us are already studying art in school already. I also want to study art in school. Um, that's really um, what I'm choosing as my career, actually. So, yeah. I have a question. Yes. My question is, is Nigeria that we are here. Like, if we go to college, before we can use that certificate to work, like, they will not even... You might even see work when you are with your certificate. You have challenges like that in Nigeria. So in US, is it like that also? Or is it easy to use your certificate to find jobs? Yeah, you know, it's kind of hard. Like before, if you had a bachelor, which is like a four year college, you could find any job. But now it's getting more and more harder. You have to have like a master to get a good job that's like a good paying. And also, a lot of like students who graduate from college in, in America have um, a lot of debt. So when you finish college and you start working, you have to pay back all that debt. So you don't really save money until like for the first, I don't know, five years of you working after you finish college, which is a really big issue. But a way you can get around with that is like finding scholarships, like financial aids and government like helping you. And like, if you have a family that can also support you financially for school, that's also helpful. But like one of the leading issues for like students in America is like having a lot of debt like having a lot of money to pay back because like you graduate like thousands of thousands of like money in debt so that's harder also like you don't really find jobs easy right after you graduate high school uh college you need to have a lot of experiences you have to do a lot of internships that's like a it's really challenging part so as long as you work hard 
in college, you will be able to graduate. So, yeah. Um, I want to ask a question. I want to ask if um, at this point in time, you kind of make, um, um, you, get, you kind of um, make money from your works, like from your poems and all that. Um, and how you get to market them? Like, do you only gain from um, social media or then you sell your works physically? How do you get to you know, make finances from your work? Um, for me, no, not yet, because I don't have enough um sponsorships to, like, pay me yet for like the ads and stuff like where like to gain an actual interview from YouTube and stuff but like when <laughs> you to work for them to like take their pictures or like come for them then they have to pay you because you are doing like a work for them that way like when I work with other programs they do pay me in that way but like I don't get money directly from posting on social media. So what about your movie and um, your filmmaking career? Have you really get um, gotten any like um, well-paying role in standard movie? Oh, oh, you're talking about role-paying. I think a lot of the time right now, especially where I'm in my life, I'm not looking for like payments or like as in a cash payment. It's morely about like connections with like high respected, well-known people, and the more you surround yourself with those certain people, the more you will be successful, I guess. Um, so it's not in terms of money, it's just like a better connections and meeting with meeting more people, which I've been blessed with. Um, you know, I've done different performances around different states and that's been really good um networking and connecting with people. I think that's like the best way to build a career just meeting more people and like building your network. The more people you know, I guess they say the more money you will get. Um, I'm still in college, so I can't be making more money than the government gets to me to pay my school, or else I'm gonna have to pay school. Um, it's not a fun thing. So yeah. How was your experience like first time in college? Oh my god, that it's been really challenging. Um, yeah. Because when I finished high school. I did a summer program in my college and then I started college right after. So I didn't really get any break throughout like for a whole two years. Um, so that's been like really hard mental. Just because, you know, like I'm a Muslim girl majoring in film, it's not the typical norm. Um, it, it feels a lot of like isolating. I was put in a really big auditorium with like hundreds of students, like one of my classes, like 170 students. And it, it felt like very isolated, like everything was like a lot of pressure in me. And like, I was taking a lot of like night classes and commuting to college, like, you know, from home to school, that's been a, another challenge. So yeah, it was a, a experience and it, it helped me grow now as a person. And like, I'm looking back and I've learned a lot from that experience of, you know, doing things in yourself. And I think sometimes, Getting that experience is like really important to just grow. Thank you very much. We're talking about not about school. What's your school experience been like for you guys? Like transitioning from high school to college, or for some of you, like transitioning from college to like work field in real life. What's that tra transition is like? 
Okay, in, you know, in Nigeria, in Nigeria, there is, um, you know, it's, it's kind of hard to gain admission into college, especially especially to the, um, like, state that is that you are not from, like, the region. So, um, there is process to gain admission in Nigeria. Like, you have to write your jam, um, for CTME before um, you gain admission to college. So even the uh, registration process is kind of hard because there is a lot of process that we think that um, we think they are not necessary to understand. And the, the years for, for the program you, have, you want to study I just feel, I just feel like it's kind of it's not most of the 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 policies are not necessary. And there is always strike here. Yes, strike. If you want to, because of four years, can come seven. Your school for years, not for four years. So there are a lot of things that they are not necessary, but. What can we do? <laughs> and then concerning our high schools, um, most of us here went to government schools, like government yeah. schools. Um, you know, those are kind of schools that are under the government generally. And they get to you know, meet with so many students. Um, kind of, you know, youth with lesser facilities. Um, government school students really have access to, you know, technological tools and all of that. But then that's um, one issue public health Africa is trying to help solve. So we are trying to um, inculcate the spirit of you know um, development in students from this age. Yeah. Yes, I think that's find like similarity. Uh, a lot of students, you know, as we we're talking about debt, uh, paying back government, a lot of them work um while they're in school like full time like i also work um during school um i think that's just like something we all have to like help financially like in a family or like support ourselves in the different ways and i don't know like a lot of them work to pay back school um how has it been like for you guys finding jobs while you are in school and like what's the balance depending Knowing uh, school, yeah, if you are in full time, if you are schooling as a full time student, I don't, I don't, I don't think oh, we have opportunities to look for job while you are in high school, because your parents won't, they won't allow you to look for job. They'll say you are too young to work outside. So, but yeah, there is most most parents is to encourage um, their kids to take on the trade. Schooling. So, when you're mm -hmm. schooling, you'll be allowed to learn a trade. Maybe to, that goes in life, you'll be at a very early age, you start drawing, your, your friends might just take you to an artist to like, okay, yeah. go and start learning drawing, going to uh, tailoring, go start learning this, shoe making, addressing. So, there's space, there's a problem to do that. But when it comes to taking up jobs as a student, most African parents don't really encourage it. Yeah. Um. I was. I was thinking someone else was gonna um uh, take it to say something. 
Um, yeah. Uh, do you guys have any questions for me? Like, just any thoughts about what's it like being, I guess, different than what the norms are? Okay, okay. Um, let me ask one question. So, um, is how is it now in the States? Because, you know, you said when you first got there, uh, now in the States, because, you know, you said when you first got there, uh, it's not easy. And, you know, you said up to now, too, it's not really easy to, like, make friends over there and do stuff. So, um, my question now is, are ah, you know doing things like you know it's not encouraging to always be um do you only want to do things so i just want to ask have you made a few friends uh, later in the way and hope you are not the only one that do your stuff yeah um that has like a lot of like impact uh or like different things so one now that i got a college um a lot of like the tradition of here in america is that the kids when they start college they move out of their house to go to like a different state for college versus for me i am going to a college that's in within my city so i'm commuting from home to college which is like kind of hard because um People make a lot of connections and friends when they are all in college together versus someone that's going back home, like going back and forth. That's like harder to make like genuine friends and like make connections in that way. So that's been really difficult. Um, it's been really challenging. But something that, you know, kept me going all the time is like having a sense of community outside of school. Like I mostly you know I'm very involved in like other programs that help me build in more like career wise but also help me just like grow as a person and the nurse at learning center the the pro the community center that I started going since I was in sixth grade is the one that I still go and like I have built a I've built a, like a second home in that place um I have like a lot of friends from there all of my mentors teachers a lot of people that I know for like seven eight years now are in that so it never feels like alone but in a sense it feels like I'm living in two different worlds because like when I'm outside of school I have like completely different life because there's people that I know the people that understand me the community I have built there versus when I go to school it feels like I'm just like in another world. So do you guys ever feel like that where like you have different, like different lives in different places because you only feel like connected to certain places and other places you don't really feel that connected as much? Yeah, it happens to me, it happens to me. There are some places that you do, uh, whatever they do there doesn't interest you. So. Whatever it is they are doing, you are not Uh, yeah thank you guys so much for doing this and meeting again um it's again you know pleasure to meet see you guys all again and uh, yeah have any final message <laughs> so uh <laughs> so the message is um thank you very much for your time alice yeah. for connecting with us and 
it's been a very good experience since the last time and today. Yeah, it's been a wow experience. So I want to say a very big thank you. <laughs> thank you very much for your time. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Ryan, and thank you, PAA Leads. Um, really interesting conversation to listen in on. Um, I guess you see that there are a lot of similarities between some of your experiences and, of course, differences. Um, I hope you've enjoyed listening to this episode of How to Transform an African Nation Youth Takeover. Uh, we have more in store for you in the coming months. Thank you for listening and have a great week. <laughs>